In a world that seemed to be on the edge of absolute chaos and destruction, R.J. Hammond, a.k.a. Hammy, a.k.a. the savior for all of humanity, he knew what he needed to do. He said, the people need a weekly slice of ham. But he did more than just that. He came in with two slices of ham a week. That's right, everyone. Welcome in to the show, uh, the weekly slice of ham. Here is your host, Hammy. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you, everyone. I am so excited to be back. Welcome back, everybody. It's the weekly slice of ham. How are all my ham sammies out there? The weather's starting to turn. It's been rainy all past week, but it's starting to get nice and sunny. Hammy hit the beach this summer. That's right, hammy waves, baby. Wasn't too many waves. There was a lot of waves, but it was very, very cold. That's right. Uh, But... I had a great time this weekend, and I'm rejuvenated and energized. We've got some great sports going on, great sports stories I'm going to be talking about. Uh, I've got some good topics for everyone today. We've got a great sponsor. Uh, just met up with them this weekend, and they were more than excited to hop on as a sponsor of the podcast. So let's get into the show, everyone. The weekly slice of ham. It's the weekly slice of ham. Everybody get seated. It's the weekly slice. Here we go. Once again, welcome back, everybody. I am so excited to be here talking to you again another week, another weekly Slice of Ham episode, recording on a Monday, coming to you on a Tuesday. So, first thing we're going to talk about, um, like I mentioned, went to the beach, hit up, uh, it was near Rehoboth, but it wasn't Rehoboth, but we hit up the beach this weekend. Um, I saw a pot of dolphins swimming out there. Uh, I did go into the ocean. It was cold as shit. The sun tried to pop out every so often, uh, and I got a little bit of sunburn going, uh, an odd sunburn going. It's what I get for kind of making fun of Reagan's weird sunburn she had for a while. That's called karma, people. Um, but it was a good time. We had a good weekend. My uh, future mother-in-law came down. We had a good time. We went and explored Hoboth a little bit, and... Uh, the weather could have been better. Uh, we had planned on doing some engagement photos this past weekend, but just didn't happen. We're going to next weekend, and hopefully it's going to be much nicer, and we're going to have another nice beach day, hopefully. All right, sports talk, everyone. Here we go. We're going to go through the NBA real quick. Um, I forget if the Sixers have been eliminated at this point or not, but forget it. They suck. We're done with that. Um, the Suns, that was an awful showing in that last game seven. I mean, good God. Whew. I mean, I didn't even watch it. Uh, once the Sixers were out, I haven't been watching much basketball. I'll be honest. I haven't been paying, paying attention as much. Hammy Pucks is back. We're watching hockey over and over and over again. We're all in on the NHL playoffs and they are so much fun. I am not ready for Rangers fans to be back. We're just skipping over the NBA. Forget it. We're right going right into NHL. I'm not ready for Rangers fans to be back. They have been down bad for so long now that I completely forgot how insufferable they are. And now I hate the Penguins. And I just, there was no winning in that for me. No matter what happened, whoever won, I was not going to be happy. I guess it might have been a little bit better if the Pens won because, like, I'm just used to it. But, man, that MSG was electric that game seven, and they went nuts. And,. I immediately was like, oh, yeah, I hate these fuckers so much. They're just no different than Yankees fans and uh, Giants fans, which when they come back, they're going to be insufferable. I'll tell you what. Um, 
the Toronto Maple Leafs, wow. I mean, just, what, dog shit. I mean, come on. You can't get past the first round at all. You haven't, I don't think they've won an elimination game, like a winner-go-home game. They're 0-5 in winner-go-home games, like, the past five years, I'm pretty sure is what it is. Something like that. It is absolutely ridiculous. You're at home. You're in Toronto. I know you're playing the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, but you've got Matthews. you got Martyr. you got Riley. you got all these people that are so good, and they, I mean, they gave it, I'm not even going to say, I don't know. I think I think they should be ashamed, and I'm thinking this keeps happening. They're you're gonna see they're gonna go towards blowing it all up. You're paying Marner and Matthews all this money, and you've shown nothing for it. Now you, the Oilers can't say that much. They did make it to the next round. They haven't really you know shown much for Matthews and Drysidle for how much they not Matthews. What am I saying? Uh, McDavid and Drysidle, and they they haven't shown much yet. They haven't even. I think maybe they got to a Western Conference final. Maybe not, but they it's awful. Uh, I am very excited. I think the rest of these playoffs are going to be so much fun, and I can't wait for it. Um, any other games that I watched? I kind of watched some of the Calgary Flames, Dallas. Actually, not really. That, that series just, I completely forgot about it. The Avalanche steamrolled the Predators. That was, whew, they look good. They look really good. Now, I think St. Louis might be able to, you know, you can get a Jordan Bennington standing on his head and killing, like just killing that whole steamrolling, uh, shutting down the steamrolling abs right now. So we'll see what happens. It's way more exciting. The games, there's always games. You know, there's a lull today because the game sevens, which you got to give the kids a break. All right. Makes sense. Um, But yeah, it was a really. It's hockey. The the NHL playoffs are just, they're so much fun. The Stanley Cup playoffs, they're just so much fun. And I I never forget, but it's almost like you just get reminded every year when you start to watch again. You're like, holy shit, this is way better than any other playoffs at all. Um, Any other sports at all that I can think of? Oh, yes, the... NFL schedule was released. We already knew who we were playing. It's just a matter of when, and I went through it. And I have the Eagles at a conservative 12-5, and five, I believe. Or maybe it was 11-6. and six. I think it was 12-5. and five. When I went through it the first time, I said 13-4, and four, but I changed one. Uh, we got a pretty easy schedule. I'm very excited, as I've said multiple times. I think I am going to be all in on this team. We got the Kelly Greens. We got the all-black uh, uniforms. I can't wait for Carson Wentz to come back in town. He said he he's trying not to get excited to come back. Yeah, Carson, guess what? You're gonna get your dick kicked in both times when we come when we come to you and when you come to us. You're just gonna choke, just like you did. I we were talking baby names yesterday. Actually, that babies aren't coming for a while, but we were talking about them and uh, Carson was brought up as one of them. And I said, nope, I will never name a kid Carson. I can never trust a person named Carson ever again. Yeah, he got hurt, but, you know, he came back from it, and he was just never the same. It was it was not good. He never tried. People didn't seem to like him. Carson, you're dead to this city. You're dead to me. Bye-bye. Um, so, another weekend update thing. Uh, I made spaghetti and meatballs this weekend. Now, 
I'll use jar sauce every so often. I know uh, that's kind of a sin, but sometimes you just you gotta do it. What I want to do eventually is get a big a big pot so I can make a shit ton of spaghetti sauce and or gravy, whatever you want to call it, and jar it up so I just have it all for forever. Um, but I made my like dad's recipe <clears throat> and I made meatballs too. Oh, it's just so good to get homemade sauce. Like it just cooks all day. The flavors really melt together and it's so per it's just so much better than any other sauce. Like sometimes there's some jar sauces that are alright if you get the nicer ones, but there's just nothing compares. Like I don't think I like any spaghetti sauce other than like a nice homemade sauce. Like especially my mine that I make, I love what my dad made, I loved what his dad made. They were all the best. I have not been able to perfect the meatballs, though. I'll be honest. I feel like I lost my touch with the meatballs a little bit. Not lost my touch. I just, I think maybe I've been going a little heavy on the breadcrumbs lately. I think I got to go less breadcrumbs. I think that's what I'll try next time. But, yes, it was very good. I love a nice Sunday sauce. It's just nothing like it. We used to always go to my mom and pop's house for, uh, not every Sunday, but most Sundays we would go for spaghetti and meatballs and we'd have Sunday dinner with most of the Hammond family. It was always so much fun because um, we weren't we didn't live very far. So it was always easy. It was just always something I got so excited to do because you got to see the cousins. You got to see aunts, uncles all the time. You got great food. There was always cake, too. We always had cake and ice cream. I was more of an ice cream kid. I'm not so much sweets at all anymore, really. I like a, a a good cake, a good cheesecake. I will fuck up a good cheesecake. That's basically like it. Sometimes I'll have a slice of cake or or pie if it's there. I got to really be in the mood for it. It's mostly during like holidays for sure. Um, but no, the cheesecake. That's about it for me with desserts. Uh, I will I'll do some things for a good cheesecake. Now I've had it. I had one. Re- uh, we were at my future, I guess, sister in laws. Uh, their rehearsal dinner for her wedding and um, oh my they filled us up with so much food it was like a four or five course meal there was so much food my my main course was steak and crab cake and this this was a massive steak and a massive crab cake both to die for and the guy came around and he was like has anyone saved room for dessert I know we're all pretty full but and he started talking and he said we've got this very light light cheesecake and I'm like, oh, shit, a cheesecake. And when I say light, he was not kidding. It was like eating a cloud. But it was so just rich in flavor. And I don't even know how to describe it. it like, Well, I just did describe it. But I don't even know how it was even possible. Because it was so rich in flavor, but just so light and fluffy. Which I just, I still can't, I still can't fathom it. But there was nothing like it. I want to go back there one day and get that cheesecake. It was a... And it was a decent sized slice too. Oh, great times. Great, great, great times. All right, guys, quick break here for our sponsor of the week. This week, another brand new sponsor coming to the show. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I was just hanging out with them this weekend and they were glad to hop on as a sponsor of this podcast. Um, we're in Delaware. We were down in Rehoboth and we were at the Dogfish Head Brewery. So, welcome on Dogfish Head to the podcast. Great beer, great times, great food, great atmosphere down there at the actual restaurant. Um, my <clears throat> my girlfriend or my fiance Reagan 
I almost said she's going to kill me if she listens and I she hears me slip up. Fiance, my fiance Reagan, she loves the sequench. That's her favorite. I like the blue hen. It's nice light, but it's got a good flavor. The sequench is great for while you're at the beach. It does kind of, in a way, it tastes like the ocean, but like in a good way is the best way to describe it. And I really like it as well. It's another very light beer that you can, you know, have drinking on the beach, which is kind of ironic because you can't, you technically can't drink on the beaches down here in Delaware, even though there's like a brewery and a lot of their beers are very beachy. Um, But yeah. Thank you, Dogfish Head, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast, and I look forward to uh, trying some more of your beer. Thank you again to Dogfish Head for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Now, we might get a little bit heated in this part. Mm, I might, I might push that part back. I want to talk about, I want to talk about Pete Davidson real quick because they were talking about him on a podcast I was talking about, and. This man has seemed to just finesse himself into uh, almost like not failing upwards, but kind of he he even says it himself like he he's like, I'm not good looking. I don't think I'm funny. I think he's very funny. I think a lot of women find him very good looking and men. I think a lot of people find him very good looking, too, as well. He's just like, I'm just an awkward kid who happened to luck into a lot of things where he dated Ariana Grande. He dated he's dating Kim Kardashian, which is wild right now. He dated some other, he dated a bunch of really good looking women, uh, females, ladies, wonderful people. uh, And I just don't get it. He, men, men, listen to me right now. I want you to really listen. Forget about God because, or Jesus or whatever you want. It's, it's now Pete Davidson. We should all revere this man as our own personal deity. The way that he ha- he he just proves that no matter what, you can you can be successful, and you can end up with the girl of your dreams. I ended up with the girl of my dreams. I love my my fiance, but Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian. That's a that's like top two. We just we should bow down to this man because he is also funny. But, and he's, like, just owning Kanye West in this whole thing when Kanye's going at him, calling him skeet. And, you know, the other thing, too, he's almost like the Taylor Swift of comedy. Now, bear with me when I say this here. Almost all the girls or women he has dated after they break up. Now, maybe him and Kim don't break up. He just turns it into a whole new comedy special, pretty much, or skit. Bit, something to do on SNL. He's just the Taylor Swift of comedy. Instead of making songs about breakups, he just jokes about it and makes it very funny. And I just, I still don't believe it. It's crazy. I didn't think it was real to begin with. I'm like, ah, no, this isn't, this isn't a real thing. He's not dating Kim Kardashian. Uh, so this is just a thing. They're like friends or whatever. You know, they, they're famous. They run in the same circles. He, he only, he went from like a low level SNL side character to now he's like a mega star. He's done movies. He's great in the movies. He's great at acting in the movies. And he just his trajectory has been insane. The way he like I said went from 
low level, not even low level, like a funny SNL character, like low level comic just starting out to now he, he, he doesn't even need to do any of this stuff anymore. He's dating Kim Kardashian. That, that'll get you money somehow in some way. You could probably just live off ads or just that, just being the skinny white guy who ended up dating Kim Kardashian. There you go. There's your ticket to ride the rest of life, Pete. You you should be revered as a god amongst men. And I think I now subscribe to Petism, and that will be what my kids are raised as. They will be Petist, and that sounds weird, I feel like. Um, I just, it's mind-baffling. It's unbelievable. Plus, not to mention, too, his best friend, Machine Gun Kelly, has suddenly become a megastar as well. He was always a very famous, like, rapper um, artist type guy. And now he's acting. He's funny. He's You're seeing him on more stuff. He switched to punk rock, and now he's... People love him. They love... He's, he's dating Megan Fox. Those two, there you go. There's Jesus and God right there. You got Pete and MGK. Although, I think... MGK is a little bit less awkward. They're, him him and Megan Fox, it's a little bit of an odd relationship with all the shit that they do. It's weird. I feel like they just do it to fuck with us. But you got those two. And then the other third, the third one in it, Travis Barker, who he was already a superstar in his own with uh, um, with Blink-182. But now he's dating Chloe, right? Is it Chloe? Yeah, him and Chloe are like dating uh, also, he used to not fly because I think he was in a plane crash or something where a lot of people died. That's a sad thing. But he like only just recently flew uh, with Chloe. I think it's Chloe. Maybe it's Courtney. It's, it's so confusing. I, I, I literally cannot keep up with the Kardashians. Maybe I need to watch the show. Um, and he just recently like flew for the first time. Maybe it was like two years ago, but like he had just ref- refused to fly and he drove everywhere, which I believe John Madden also used to do, which is, that's insane to think, like, I hate being on the road, people are stupid, it's stressful, it's long, it's boring, the only thing that gets me through driving anymore is listening to podcasts, hopefully I'm getting you through a drive currently while you're listening to my podcast, because driving sucks, it really does, like, I I get some, sometimes, you know, a, a nice road trip's good if you got people, but how often are you really driving, like, with people a long distance and it's a and it's people that you know you're going to have a good ride with and have good conversation and have good fun sing-alongs whatever most of the time you're driving by yourself and it sucks and driving is just the worst elon you need to speed it up with this i mean i I know you already got this self-car driving car thing you need to get everyone else in on it so we can do this or do this hyperloop thing or something or create teleportation teleportation i think is another technology we really need to pick up on i talked about printers last week i i know teleportation is not a thing it's something we should really work on because we spend way too much goddamn time in the car at this point going everywhere just think of it Half the, I feel like half my day, I mean, you're at work for part of it, but like most of the time, you're just, you just, you get in the car to go to work, you get in the car to go back to work, you get in the car to go to the gym sometimes, if you do that, you get in the car to go to pick up food, go to the grocery store, this, that, cars suck. Now, maybe once I get like a nicer car, uh, not, not even nicer, a car that like isn't falling apart at the wheels, um, maybe I'll feel different, but driving is just the worst. I hate it. Uh, Because you're just, 
because you got to deal with traffic, you got to deal with lights, you got to deal with people who don't know how to drive. Uh, sometimes you forget how to drive. Let's admit it, people. Everyone else is not always the problem. Sometimes you're the problem, and you should admit that, and things go a little bit better. And then you go to parking lots, and parking lots are fucking annoying because people are even more stupid in parking lots. Just, yeah, how often do you think accidents happen in parking lots or, or arguments and shit like that? People, like, you get into a parking lot and people's anxiety spikes tenfold or not even anxiety, just, like, their their fuse to snap shortens to a millimeter when you get in the parking lot, whether you're walking or driving or whatever. I mean, I think they need to be spread out more. I think we need to make the parking spaces, like, each everyone gets a double parking space because everyone wants to fucking double park anyway because everyone's a dickhead i didn't mean to go into that i was i was i was saving my rant for later but since we're talking about driving this is also why i am kind of heated about driving not heated i had to drive all the way to fucking harrisburg today to get a new birth certificate because they i i couldn't i couldn't find mine when i got it back I got it back from, so this is the, well, we got to wind back here real quick. So first thing I just learned today, I don't know where to start. Okay. I'm going to Costa Rica this summer with Reagan and her family. Well, we're doing that. So I needed a passport. I applied for my passport at like in like January, maybe February ish. And I knew it might've been February. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, because I was like, I know it might take a long time, so I need to do this now. I even expedited it and because I needed to get it. I knew sometimes it might take a little bit. So I did it, and it came back. It was probably about a month or so later, uh, a lot sooner than I thought it would come. And I'm so excited. I, I you know, run back up to the apartment. I, I rip it open like I'm a kid on Christmas, and I'm like, all right, here we go. We got my uh, passport. And I open it, and I'm like, oh, it's so shiny and nice. It looks like a holographic Charizard. Like, I feel like I'm a Pokemon card. Except this allows me to go to different countries. Imagine if Pokemon cards allowed you to go to different countries. Like, you, you need a Charizard to go into Africa. I feel like Africa's a continent. Somewhere in Africa. I was just trying to think of a cool country because Charizard deserves that. Anyway, I'm looking at it. These motherfuckers got my birthday wrong. How do you get... My birthday wrong on a birth cert on, on my passport. That is, it's impossible that that they should even get anything wrong. Because if you've ever applied for a passport, you write your name five million times. You write your birthday four hundred million times. You write the address twice. You write everything at least four different times. And on top of all that, they have your goddamn birth certificate, which is another thing I didn't know. I thought you had to give them your actual birth certificate, not a certified copy or whatever. But when I called, the lady said, you need your original birth certificate, not just a certified copy. So I said, okay, I guess I'll go send in my original birth certificate. My cousin told me today that I was fucking stupid for that. But, oh well, anyway... So it's wrong, and I'm like, well, I need to fix this right away. So the second I get it, and also, if you don't know, uh, again, I'd like to emphasize, I wrote my birthday five times, and they had my birth certificate to put in my correct birthday, and they were off by two days. My birthday's May 3rd. They put May 1st 
I would have maybe understood if it said eight, because maybe, you know, something gets smudged and the, the, the three turns into an eight somehow. But one is just a straight line. A three is two curved lines, pretty much. And you couldn't even get that right. My God. So, when you get your passport, you don't get all the documents you sent in back. You don't get the... The, your birth certificate and everything, you don't get that right away. It comes like two weeks later, which also doesn't make any fucking sense. Just send it all back together. Why, I send it to you together. Why is it so hard for you to send it back to me all together, you dumb fucks? I mean, come on. So I immediately go back to the post office, send it back, and the lady there tried to charge me for it. And I said, no, they told me I don't get charged for it because the... Uh, it was their fault, so I'm allowed to just send it back and they'll fix it. The lady neglected to tell me that I'd need to have my birth certificate sent back to them, which, again, I didn't get till like, two weeks later. So they should have just had it anyway. But no, I needed to... Like, what are you supposed to... What if, like, I wanted to get it done, so I went in there, sent it back right away to change with a change of address form or whatever, a change of birthday form, because you fucked it up, U.S. Department of fucking passport shit. So, I sent that in, but you need to send it back with the birth certificate as well. But I didn't have that. Didn't get it till two weeks later. And admittedly, and they sent me a letter back and said, hey, we need your birth certificate. And I'm like, well, you fucks. You just sent it back with just the passport and got it wrong. And I'm trying to get this shit done. You should have packaged it all together. Have you ever heard of like... Uh, on the play, on the play, uh, on the playground, right? You, when you're picking teams, you say, "Oh, me and my best friend here, we're a package deal." That all that all those documents, those precious documents, they should have been a package deal. All right, you should have sent it all back so I could put it back in an envelope and say, "Here, you fucked up. Change it." So, I got that letter and I had to go. Uh, I had to go and I had to send back my birth certificate. But admittedly, this is the one part here where I'm at fault. I lost the birth certificate that they gave me. Have I told everyone else like in this process about it as far as like when I go to the post office and stuff? No, I tell them that they lost it so that they feel bad for me and make me not pay for some things. And that hasn't really worked. But so I'm like, all right, I got to get a new birth certificate. I call the office of whatever it is and I go to... And to go to Philly, which is closer to me, it's like an hour and a half. They say it's going to take one to three days. Well, I got work and shit, so I can't, I could hang out with my mom for one to three days. That'd be great. I would have loved that. But I need my shit right away. And I don't know why it would take one to three days. I don't care how fucking busy it was. I went to Harrisburg, which is three hours away today. I woke up at 530. I drove three hours to Harrisburg, got there. It took a half hour altogether for me to go in there fill out the uh, application for it. I paid 20 bucks. They handed me a new one half an hour later. I just wandered around and then I drove three hours back. So I drove three hours pretty much for a half hour long process that somehow takes three days in Philly, which doesn't make any sense. This is where this episode is going to be called The Government Doesn't Have Eyes. Everyone thinks that they do. No, they don't. They're stupid. They don't do anything right. 
This is not even political at all. This is, there's just the way you have to do shit to get shit done is so stupid. And this was this was the easiest thing I've ever had to do as far as getting a document. I thought it was going to be a long line. No, it was, the, it was a tiny office in Harrisburg, which, by the way, is very nice. I thought it was going to be shitty for some reason. It's a very nice city. I understand why it's the capital of Pennsylvania now. Uh, and I went in, filled it out, 20 bucks, done, easy. Why is that so hard? Why are there only two places, maybe three places in Pennsylvania where you can do that? That should be a place that is all over. Also, the passport things, you should be able to do that all over. I think you could only do that in like Philly. There may be one in Pittsburgh. I don't think there's one in Delaware. It's so stupid. People people like to travel and it shouldn't. It's so inferior. So I did that. I drove all the way out there and I came back. And I, I, I got the new, I knew I got the new birth certificate. Yes. I'm sending another birth certificate to them because I have to, because I need this passport to go to Costa Rica. Costa Rica sounds pretty fucking fun. Doesn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to, I'm going to go try and see some monkeys and shit. Maybe a toucan. I'm really hoping I can befriend a toucan. Maybe you see a couple coatis. If you don't know what they are, they're basically like South American raccoons, but cute. And so I'm like, I got to get this shit done. So I went to the post office and I sent it back and the lady promised, she didn't promise me. She said they should have it back soon because I guess, I, I don't know. I've gotten conflicting stories that it's going to take basically five years for me to get my passport to, oh, it'll have it back in a month. And it has been the faster option lately. So that's been nice. But I don't know where people are. I don't know what people are doing that they're taking so long to do it because I've had, other than this, it's everything's been pretty quick. I usually get, I've got my passport my bad passport back pretty fast I got that letter back pretty fast I got I got this birth certificate you know ultimately it was six and a half hours to get it but it was really like a half hour the actual process and all in all this this I I, it's like a 160 bucks or whatever and I paid for the expedited to just make sure that I got it in time all in all, this is probably this whole process of getting a passport has probably cost me damn near five hundred dollars because of having to drive all the way to Harrisburg with gas and getting new shit and all this other crap and postage and it's unbelievable that it's that stupid that they had all this all this because my birthday was off by two days. Now if I I if I get this passport back and something is wrong on it. I might go into the ocean and never return. I, I'm not going to say anything about going to that building because I don't want to threaten anything, but I, I will just, I will become a dolphin and swim with the dolphins because at least then I'll be happy. I, I'm pretty happy. I shouldn't say at least then I'll be happy, but at least, at least my life as a dolphin will be pretty sim- simple. I'll just swim around as a dolphin. I got all my bro dolphins with me and we'll just go around as a pod and no one's going to fuck with us because we will fuck up a shark because that's what dolphins do. And that's why dolphins are fucking awesome. And that's why I hate a lot of things at the moment. It actually really wasn't that bad of a drive, but it was still kind of annoying the whole process. Last thing on the itinerary today. This is something I talked about. Um, I was talking about how we uh, were talking about uh, baby names and stuff like babies are again family members listening Reagan and I still need to get married babies are like a couple years down the road uh, human babies are fucking useless now I love babies they're cute 
I love kids. I, I, I think I want to be a labor and delivery nurse because I think it's so awesome. Like the miracle of birth ladies, you're pretty awesome. Held a lady's leg for three hours, then bitched about my back hurting. Yeah, read the room, RJ. Uh, <laughs> she was pushing out a child. All you did was hold her leg. Um, yeah, it, it, Every almost every other animal, the baby plops out and it's like, all right, here we go. Time to do life. Our babies come out, and I think it is just apes too. Like, like uh, baby orangutans and gorillas are kind of no, they're less helpless than than human babies. Is that the right way to say it? They, they yeah. Now kittens and dogs, their their first couple weeks are kind of rough, but human babies, it's like six years until it's finally like all right, well, let's say five years until we are finally like all right, we can like kind of do stuff you know we we can kind of talk you know walking we you know we can walk we can maybe run a little bit but you know not very fast and we're we'll probably trip and fall on our face and cry um we don't know how we don't have any social cues whatsoever children are just mean and not not on purpose they're just brutally honest like they will just tell you you're fat and you're like that hurt even more than someone else calling me fat because i know you're just making an observation you're not even trying to be mean or if they t if a kid says anything to you it it hurts more than anything because like i said they are just making a general observation they are not trying to be mean um but like a giraffe and an elephant like giraffes fall from like six feet off the ground and then 20 minutes later they're like all right let's go let's go babe we're, we're walking around we're strolling we can run we can walk we can eat and they're fine Maybe I'm over-exaggerating this a little, but, like, we, we evolved to basically run this world, and we didn't evolve for our children to plop out and basically be, like, run a business right away. That's, I think that's a fault on human genetics. Uh, a, a, not a fault, a strike on human genetics. I think uh, any geneticist out, genetic, geneta, whatever, geneticist, I, I feel like I'm really fucking up that word, but that that is what we'll call it. Uh if you're out there, let's work on that. Let's 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 do some Darwinism here, kind of. And uh, you know, I because we live such cushy lives, babies can do that. But let's trying to get baby like I'm trying to get my kids to do chores by like three, not like eight. So you know, because I'm I'm sick of doing the dishes and taking out the trash. So the second second kids are in the picture, I'm expecting I'm expecting this kid to be like a giraffe, drop it from six feet, and it's ready to go, right? I mean, I'm not trying to do trash my whole life. I'm trying to have a period of, like, 18, 25 years where, like, I can push shit like that over to my kids. Hey, hey, vacuum. Hey, your mom, your mom's giving me shit about dishes. You go do the dishes. Why do I got to do the dishes? Because I said so. Because I don't want to. Because I brought you into this world, and I can take you out. I would never do that. That's just the classic line. Uh, and technically their mother would have brought them into the world. I just, my work was like two seconds. That's all I needed. That's all, that's all us guys do. We don't, we don't really contribute. We like to act like we do like, yeah, you know, we were there for you during the pregnancy. We were there when you gave birth and like, no guys, it, you, you better just, you remember how I was talking about, we need to worship Pete Davidson. If when, when your wife is pregnant or if you get someone pregnant, First of all, you need to stick with that person because it's shitty if you don't. And second, 
you need to worship that person like they are God because they you you did nothing. You're really doing nothing the whole time. They are growing the person inside of them, which is insane. And then if you ever watch a baby get birthed, that's pretty goddamn insane too. So all you men out there, if maybe, you know, tell tell your wife, girlfriend, baby mama, whatever, let them know you love them because they they brought life into the world and you just sat there and were a cheerleader. Like it rolls reverse when it comes to giving, you know, you know, there's uh, they always have the cheerleaders on the sidelines for uh, basketball and football games and stuff. It, now it's your turn, bitch. You're you're the cheerleader. You better be cheering your fucking ass off because that that lady, she is working ten times harder than anyone has on a football or basketball a football field, basketball field, ice hockey rink, whatever, a pitch, all that. She is working a million times harder. And guess what? Some of those bitches go back out. I shouldn't say bitches. That was rude. Uh, now nah, whatever. Some of them go right back out and play at an Olympic level. What's her name? The kid. Ah, uh, oh, she was the the. I mean, half the half the Olympic uh, women Olympians they have had kids, but the one is always the the one lady who did uh, the girl who was beach volleyball. She I I admit, uh, Walsh Jennings, Carrie Walsh Jennings. She had like four or five kids, and she's won like six gold medals in the Olympics. That's insane. Now you got four years in between, but you still got to train. Like, ah, uh, you know what? I'm a feminist. Count it, hammy feminist. That's me, baby. Uh, yeah. It's just this. This went from me bitching about cars and driving in the United States and passports and shit to just uh, basically saying women are pretty cool, uh, which you are, ladies. You're pretty cool, and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Um, I feel like I'm going off the rails here a little bit, but that that's the ending message. All you men out there or uh, women who are in a relationship with another woman and the one gave birth or you if you if you just know someone who gave birth, text them, call them, whatever, and say, hey, you're pretty dope and just let them know that because I don't think it's talked about enough how insane it is peace out hammy out like share subscribe rate review all that good stuff i love you all i love you all i love you all thank you for listening to another episode of weekly slice of ham peace in a world where Hammy has now saved the earth from all devastation with the weekly slice of ham, all seems to be good again. The sun is shining. The tank is clean. The tank is clean! Now, Hammy is on to his next venture, where, soon to be, he will have video weekly slice of ham. See you next episode, bitches.